So what are you guys doing for Christmas? Christmas is in, when this comes out, in four days. Whoa. Got any fun Christmas traditions? Yeah. Uh, we usually get a hot air balloon. Okay. <laughs> Seems a bit chilly, but I'm in so yeah. far. Yeah. Well, we uh, keep like a space heater on board just in case. And it's, you know, it works for what we need. Um, we go <laughs> until uh, it pops, as you do with a hot air balloon. We just go and yeah. just fly into <laughs> Go <the> on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, at that point, we skydive uh, to our Christmas picnic. Nice. And at this picnic, there is, you know, elephants and zebras. And, <laughs> you know, we just, we are the picnic. And that's when we get, like, our weapons to defend against the wild animals. And we kind of just, like giver until we're the only ones left standing i think it might be like a gladiator (laughs) stadium now that i'm thinking about it um and there's like there's like roses like a lot of money well you know it's it's tradition tradition you can't put a price on tradition (laughs) you know brody if you're sitting here talking to us right now and you've done this tradition every year. Mm-hmm. It means you must be like a multi-year victor. So what, what's your secret? <laughs> well, it, it actually has to do with age. So it's it's the uh, oh. 30-year-olds in the family and up. And so I've just reached. You're prepping for yeah. it. This is your first year? Yeah. <laughs> you should be more afraid. <laughs> I'm just like, I've seen so many before me take on this like. Burden. It's just me and my grandpa this time. <laughs> <laughs> the rest are all gone. But grandpa, he survived every year, man. He's a tough yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, they don't tell the balloon operator what their intention is. <laughs> when it pops, everyone's putting on their parachutes. And he's like, what the fuck? Grandpa's pulling out a collapsible spike, out, like uh, Lance, out of his fucking backpack. And the operator's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pops it real quick. All right, gang, <laughs> let's go. Don't worry, we're good for it. <laughs> <laughs> the balloon operator just chilling there like, I'm going to die now. But, you know, that's part of the sacrifice. Yeah. Christmas, right? Baby Jesus. Should have read the fine print. That is what Jesus went through every year. Yeah. So we got to respect his traditions by killing a few elephants every year. Yeah. Hey, what about you? What are your Christmas traditions? <laughs> well, my family's a little quirky, you know. Oh, okay. When you get caught under the mistletoe, you have to have full-on sex with them. <laughs> yeah. Zach's last name is actually Brazzers, just so you guys know. <laughs> Zach Brazzers. <laughs> what uh one thing they don't tell you about the vibe on set it fucking reeks bro (laughs) (laughs) and it's so sweaty (laughs) it's really humid in the air man but you don't know what the humidity is coming from so well the lights and this right the sex and the sex yeah (sighs) yeah last time we had to hire another girl just to fucking towel dry the butt (laughs) (laughs) for the shots it didn't look too weird just the butts yeah Well, he's got the other towel dryers already, Brody. They were just missing the one for the butts. Uh They were overworked because of the butts. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, these are great Christmas traditions, guys. Thanks. Hey, 
Hey, welcome back. It's a beautiful December morning, or some other time if you're listening to this in the future. We're really excited to have you here. Come, come, gather by the 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 hearth. It's it's crackling. Add crackling noise here. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, some jingling slowly coming out from like the bottom. It's Christmas, uh, and at Christmas, <laughs> jingling coming from the bottom. <laughs> Brody's shaking his butt, and it's jingling on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Christmas time, you know, we like to give. So all of us have given all of our clothing, except for the uh, Christmas hats that we bought for each other. So this is our first fully nude, fully giving episode. It's so nice of you guys to monogram mine with Zach Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's your given name. Blood given name, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad we're finally able to come out of the closet, as it were, and uh, tell everyone that uh, that's your name. Come out of the closet, huddle nude together, and, and tell everyone that's your name. Tell yeah. everyone a totally straight story. Just <laughs> all of us nude and sweaty and with her crest, uh, hey, I'm at on. least I'm at least wearing elf socks, Brody. Thigh highs. I'm only Thigh wearing highs. one elf sock. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've got my jingle all the way but plug in. Can you, can you hear it? <laughs> I, yeah, maybe I'm not liking the vibe of this intro. <laughs> when did Christmas get so sexy? <laughs> okay, I'm Caleb Morton. <laughs> And I'm not a fan of anime, but I am a fan of ceilings. Mm. I guess you could call me a ceiling fan. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just Thanks for the laughter. Fantastic. Don't thank eh? us for size and complete <laughs> silence. It was a great pun. I thought of it yesterday and wrote it down immediately, man. He <laughs> <laughs> even ran it by me. <laughs> That's what you're anything else. Hey, Zach, I got this great life. I'm going to like oh. ceilings. So there's more. I'm a ceiling fan. No, we were talking about something and the word ceiling fan came up and he's like, oh, my brain's broken. I thought you were talking about being a fan of ceilings. That's pretty funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> You make it sound like I was super high, but this is totally just my normal functioning brain. It was like 1 a.m. It was it was late. But 1 a.m. jokes sometimes come out good on the other side, and this time it didn't. All right, Zach, who are you this week? Well, I guess I'm Zach Browsers, aren't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking owner, operator, CEO, CFO, and COO of all vagina-related inquiries. I'm Zach Brazzers. Zach, as your uh, fake lawyer, I would recommend not saying you're the owner and operator of vaginas. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, my God. It's such a perfect business model. Like, we give them like $1,000, and we get to monetize the content for life. I can't believe not everyone's doing this. It's insane. <laughs> But yep. seriously, that's why OnlyFans is, you know, pretty dope. Yeah, they're they're their <laughs> own business owners. But that's that's it eating you out of house and home, Zach. You should be uh, really afraid of OnlyFans. Girls are turning 18 every fucking minute, dog. There's no <laughs> shortage of young, naive idiots ready to show everything for my pleasure. This Stop bit it. is crossing a line. 
Stop it. it. It's re- it's reality. I understand. I mean, the real CEO of Brazzers is totally thinking that same way. So. I, I'm a character. I'm a caricature. Zach Brazzers. <laughs> oh. Zach Brazzers is the skeety version of Zach. Yeah. Oh, well, no. Just- oh, no. <laughs> So how long is this going to take? Am I going to have to push my meeting with Andrew Tate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You have a meeting with him every day at 1230. <laughs> mm-hmm. The man's a genius. <laughs> Zach, can I say, out of most of the characters you create, Zach, I would say 95% of them, I would hate them in real life. I don't well, know. Yeah. You, you yeah. create people to root against, mm-hmm. and I guess that's that's good. It makes it's- us look positive. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing that I he makes characters for it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You know, if yeah, these characters showed up what? and it's always sunny, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and you can take it as a compliment if you want to. All right, I, I will. <laughs> Charlie Day's like Zach Brazzers. <laughs> <I don't- laughs> the guy's a genius. He's, he's, he's buying up all of our man milk. I forget what their milk company is. <laughs> you, like it would be Dennis that would be getting excited about this, not freaking Charlie. Would you like to hear about my system? <laughs> The dentist system. So yeah, you might got something here, bud. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> I could see this episode. And then Frank threatening to shoot somebody with a gun somewhere in there. Yeah. And then we got a golden episode. Mac refusing to admit that he's gay again. Yeah, he know. wants to work for me, but he wants to be on the gay side of it. And I'm like, no, you're too hot. Like, just you know, <laughs> convince the girls. And he's like, but, you know, you think my talents might be, I mean. <laughs> and then Dee's just squawking the whole time. Yeah, and Dee really wants to, but, like, nobody's watching her shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they keep on making her, like, have the, the towel butt job. Mm. Ah, yes. She they wants to the, be in the line of the camera, yeah. but they keep making her white butts, man. The camera <laughs> operator. Or like, yeah. You know. And when she's wiping butt, she's trying to get her head in there and be like, hey. Yes. They're like, hey, G, get your, get your bird face out of there. Damn. That's an episode if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Should we email Rob? Yeah, we could send it to him and see what he thinks. Maybe he would let you appear in an episode, Zach. Nice. That's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You want to? Okay. Has everybody been introduced? I think so. My name's Brody Morton. I'm not sure if I ever actually did, but let's go. Yeah, you just said we were naked by a fire. I don't know if you said your name. Yeah, no, again, I'm not even even a fan of that intro at all. This is anime not be for everyone. I'm Brody Morton. Let's get fucking into it. Let's go. Yeah, what are we bringing this week? Is it something super Christmassy, dude? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to... Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Is it bad that I already have the name of this episode planned? Yeah. No, it's not. Do you know do you know what it is, Brody? Could you guess? I don't know. It's gonna be like a sexual innuendo in the back half. Yeah, or... dude. It's Cyberspunk Edge Lords. <laughs> How would I why would I? How would I? You're, you're looking at me like, oh, he's gonna guess that? He's gonna get it, dude. He'll guess it. So, like, do you think there's just, like, a bunch of splooge in this one? No, they're edging, man. They're almost splooging. They're edgelords. Edgelord is a cringe person, though. You can't, no, it's not, has anything to do with edging. I thought it was, like, the same thing as, like, gooners. I hate talking this <laughs> stuff with you. Ever since you became Zach Razzers, things have gotten really weird. <laughs> Alright, no, no. Well, I, I gotta look up what a gooner is okay okay Brody, do you know what a gooner yeah, is i know what a gooner is a gooner is someone <laughs> who might just like going at it and like 
like edging themselves in the same sense. Oh my fucking god. A man who watches porn, typically gay, all day long, and strokes his for hours while edging nonstop, and becomes donkey-brained in the process. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that gooners had gay connotations. (laughs) Well, cyberspunk edge gooners it is. (laughs) That's fucked. Do you want to hear about the goddamn show? Yeah. Yeah. I really do. It is a Netflix anime based on the hit game that was buggy as hell for anyone without a Series X. So Yeah, the game seemed to work really well for me, but I did get lucky. Series mm-hmm. X, no glitches. What about you, Brody? Did you play it on release? Uh, I did. In fact, like I, I was in school at the time and had one of my projects based on how much it pissed me off. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've got like a five minute rant about that game. What'd you nice. get graded? It was good. It was like ninety something. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Your your teacher played it too, and he's like, This guy fucking he knows. I think my I, I think my passion <laughs> showed. Let's let's go with that. Nice. Yeah, you gotta write about things that really get you feeling. And yeah. that really made you feel, man. Yeah, no script needed. I just pop pop pop. Cyberpunk's pissing me off. This game should be good. And it's not. What the fuck? Apparently it's good now. Didn't it just win the award for like most most actively like updated game or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I I replayed it and it was great the second time around. But the first time was okay. rough. <laughs> so for the viewers at home that uh, haven't played the game or haven't watched the anime, uh, Cyberpunk is a futuristic world with super slick technology. You know, body augmentation is the norm. And uh, crime is a very likely career choice. Slightly dystopian, but we got cool stuff going on. Slightly dystopian is a, kind of an understatement of how the game portrayed it. The game was just like this world is like fully dystopia. If you have money, there's food. I see dystopia as, like, there's no food. You have to murder for food. What do you think about fruitopias? (laughs) Shut up. We start with a... (laughs) We're going to start out with a muscly Chad standing in the street. Uh, He's some triple A beef with cyber eyes and inlaid chest plating and shit. He walks up to a cop car and just blasts the cop inside with a shoddy Gears of War style. All the cops around him start shooting, but it seems he's impervious to their little BB guns. Uh, He slaughters them all with pistol shots and these things called mantis blades. Oh, he's got mantis blades right away, dude. They're fucking like sickles on hinges that pop out of his forearm and knees. The cops call in the military, but not before this hunkmeister activates his cyber spine. <sighs> and he turns into the Flash. And he, like, headshots six cops in a row, just walking behind them while everything's frozen. Barry, no. Wait, is it said, I'm gonna activate my cyber spine? That's Those are the words he has to say to activate it, yes. Nice. Yep. I, I figured that's how you have to activate stuff. Mantis blades or cyber spine. Wait, what are mantis blades? Did you miss my, my little explanation? Sorry. Sorry, dude. Gotta gotta focus up, right? Focus up. <laughs> sorry, you're. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Brody, you need to activate your cyber brain, <laughs> <laughs> or just overclock, because I need you here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the military arrive. They have sick drone helicopters. Uh, they EMP the dude and end him with their own money shot to the face. Money shot? Zach, Zach Brazzers. Brazzers. <laughs> he wrote this whole script with Zach Brazzers in mind. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
So bam, we cut to our main boy in his apartment. He's lying on the couch with his Oculus Quest on, and he's writhing around. And he rips off the headset, gasping and panting. And he goes, whoa, whoa, that was some shit, Doc. And I, <laughs> I guess in this universe and in the game, you can live out people's last moments as a game on your whoa. Oculus Quest. And you know, you feel what they feel. You feel the rush. And generally, when uh, people go insane with super augmented stuff and die, like that shit doesn't make it to Walmart. So he's on the phone with his Ripper doc. These are doctors that do cyber stuff. And that guy sells <laughs> really cool VR chips. Whoa. You're doing the Ant-Man's form of storytelling, where Ant-Man puts quantum in front of everything. You're just saying cyber in front of everything. And I kind of, <laughs> I dig it, man. Perfect. I cyber dig it, dude. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so our main boy is named David, but we'll call him D from now on. Well, it's like V in the video game. Oh, yeah. That's what wild. was his full name in the video game? Was it Vavid? Uh, it Vavid. Was, you're either boy or girl, so they just did V to make it gender neutral. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I named my guy Vichel. <laughs> 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 so he's with his mom. She's an EMT. Uh, they're talking the next morning about paying up the washer, because dystopia. And then a news bulletin pops on the TV about some military-grade tech gone missing from a crime scene. <gasps> And then he can see that his mom is at the crime scene taking away the dead body on a stretcher. And he's like, oh, shit, mom, you on the TV. Wow. Wait, does he have a hick accent like that? <laughs> no. He oh. does now. <laughs> and uh, she's like, shush, miha, now go to school. Whoa, their accents are all over the place. <laughs> he was like full on hillbilly and she's like. Spanish of some sort? Middle America. Yeah, she's Latin American. <laughs> so as he leaves to go to school, we see a scene of the mom having the sick cyber spine hidden in her coat. Oh, she's a klepto. Whoa. <laughs> and she kleptoed a whole spine? How the heck did she manage that? I don't know, with her teeth. Anyway... <laughs> On his way to school, we get some shots of how hard this world is. You know, guys with hot plates in the hallway, people just puking and tweaking in the alleyways. There's even a little chubby fella on the, on the stairs with this automatic flashlight on his stick. I've never wanted something more in my life. <laughs> they exist, Zach. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Hold the goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so D is unfazed by all of this. It's just another day, brother. On his walk, <laughs> he does walk by that crime scene, though, from the news, and uh, this gives him a little smile. He's like, yeah, crime. Why is, no, yeah, why does it give him a smile? <laughs> he's like, he's yeah, smiling, that was but... dope. My, my world is so boring and stupid, but VR, that's where it's at. <laughs> oh, Morty. Oh, shoot. That's where it's at, Morty. <laughs> We got flying ambulances addressing building fires, regular rocket launches by the rich, giant hologram koi floating between buildings. It's uh, it's beautiful but sad at the same time. So uh, D gets to school and he doesn't fit in. The teacher's an AI. The kids are all snobby and rich. I guess he was supposed to buy an update for his class VR, but asked his friend Doc to hack it instead. So the back alley tech destroys the whole class system. And his mom has to come in and beg the principal not to have him expelled. Wait, so he is a high school student then? Yeah, pretty much. Man, they have to do that with anime, right? Oh, yeah, And we course. point it out every time, but like... Mm -hmm. They're always in high school. Cyberpunk is about criminals and stuff, and they're like, I don't know, those kids could still be in high school, I guess, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
now him and his mom are driving down the highway. His mom's mad at him. And he does the whole, I'm a teen, fuck school, I'll just work at Hot Topic. Cyber Hot Topic, Zach. <laughs> cyber Hot Cyber Topic. Hot Cyber <laughs> Topic. <laughs> uh, and he makes his mama cry, which you should never do. And then some friggin' guys with a Gatling gun drive up beside the car and start spraying the shit out of it, trying to get at a limo on the other side. Jesus. And it fucks up their brake lines and they crash. And Dio wakes upside down in the wreckage and sees his mom's been flung out from the car like a yeeted beanbag. (laughs) (laughs) Such a serious topic. You know, like they're playing cornhole with his mom. (laughs) Except her body is now on the concrete. Yeah, it missed the cornhole board entirely, dude. No, zero points. Zero Zero points. points. Yeah, that's my bad. (laughs) So the the trauma team, which is like the expensive ambulances, swoop in and he thinks all is going to be okay, but they scan him and it's like... Beep, 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 not white. They don't have insurance. So they just leave. (sighs) Sorry. No, it's probably true, man. That's the whole point. Yeah. So this makes D pretty pissed. We cut to a hospital for gutter trash and find out his mom is going to be okay. She had some surgeries. And the nurse gives D her stuff and sends him on his way. And uh, he gets home and the door won't unlock because they're behind on rent. But he can get in through some vents. Nice. Uh, which is super sketchy in this world. Like, you It's really want... sus if you ask me, dude. Well. I, I saw him venting, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Game is ancient. Uh, he, can, <laughs> uh, he uses his mom's money to pay some of the school debt off for fucking up their system. And he still needs cash for rent. So he peeks in her hospital items and discovers the cyber spine. Okay, so it, this is a spine that attaches to the outside of the body, right? Nah, man. It's inside? How the heck did she get this? (laughs) With her teeth, I told you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, think about this world. Sure. People and metal are one. If there's issues with the human body, I'm I'm assuming they have some sort of tech in the the ambulance to help remove to stuff. To remove it, so right. yeah, I can see it. Brody, it sounds more likely that it maybe was her teeth that she used. Oh well, you know she did have what cyber teeth, right? Cyber teeth. Yep. That's it, man. Yeah. Explanation. Cyber in front of anything, and I'm not going to question anything anymore, dude. Boom. All right. Whoa, cyber stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your cyber teeth? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> uh, fillet in my kielbasa. <laughs> my cyber kielbasa. <laughs> so, yeah, he discovers the cyber spine. <laughs> when he calls Doc to sell it, he gets lowballed. So, D decides to check out its parameters and other tech words on his MacBook. And he's pretty intrigued. <laughs> Next day on his way to school, some bullies corner him and talk about their white privilege and tell him to drop out. And when D tries to leave, main bully activates his cyber arms and MMA software, and he beats the shit out of D. And then he gets a call from the hospital. His mom didn't make it. Oh, shoot. The nurse cruelly goes over money-saving funeral options, and we see him receive her ashes in an urn from a fucking vending machine. He walks home to a montage of phone messages, like his principal telling his mom he's not a good fit for the school, the landlord threatening eviction, and the bully even calls him up to make fun of him for being an orphan. What the- So he snaps. Uh, he shows up at Doc's holding the cyber spine. And wearing his mom's cool yellow EMT jacket. And the docs are like, everyone's looking for that, bro. You won't get a better price than what I offered. (laughs) 
and okay. <laughs> it's exactly accent how there. he talks. Exactly how he talks. I believe it, but Brody, can you guess the accent from J- what Zach just did? Jamaican. Because he's Jamaican me crazy. Zach had a little bit of a twinge on it, so I think it might yep. be cyber Jamaican. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Jamaican me cyber. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and and D is like, I'm not here to sell, bitch. It's time I chromed the fuck up. Is that a pun that you wrote, or did he write that? That's what he said. <laughs> so, yeah, we get a gory scene of D being cut up and that thing being installed in him. We cut to him walking into his class and kicking that bully out of his chair and fucking him up with super speed he's got now. The bully's crying about who his daddy is, but D don't care. <laughs> After D returns home, we see the bully's dad. Uh, he's the top exec of <gasps> Arasaka, the uh, big conglomerate Jeff Bezos of this universe. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, he's talking to an underling about these events. He doesn't seem to care his son got his shit kicked in, but the underling unveils the fact that D was using the cyberspine and shows no signs of going crazy. Uh, in, in this universe, installing too many augmentations combined with a user's tolerance has the chance to unlock cyber anxiety. So <laughs> where, where they just like turn into neurodivergent killing machines. That's what happens when I get anxiety. <laughs> yep. Just want to murder. I get it. But we got pills for that. Uh, <laughs> in the video game, you, th- this is a concept, right? If you get too many augmentations, you go kind of wild. Yeah. Did you guys do that or did you go bare bones, guns and fists? I went guns and fists. Yeah. I went so cyber, dude. Did you go cyber I crazy? S- I went so cyber. Essentially, I'd walk into a room, pause time, look at everybody, unpause time, and they'd all be dead. And uh, it just felt so good. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I had a lot of cyber issues, man. <laughs> but it was a good story. I liked going invisible and punching people in the face with my, like, gorilla arms. Oh, baby. Nice. Sim- similar vibes, but, you know. Yeah, I played it too much like Call of Duty, I'm realizing now. It's like, yeah, once man. I got a gun with a silencer, that was it. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So where were we? <laughs> the guy who had the cyber spine originally was a military man trying out the experimental tech, and he went nuts. Right. But the underling, talking to Jeff Bezos, is like, this kid seems total control of his faculties. And Jeff Bezos is intrigued, and he wants to meet the boy. Mm. So D is on a train, and he sees a sexy piece of avocado toast stealing chips out of people's necks. I love avocado <laughs> toast. <laughs> yeah, man. It's the sexiest food. Mm-hmm. When when she tries to steal his chips, though, he goes flash mode and grabs her wrist. Uh, she's taken aback, and they talk. Uh, she tries to sex him up a bit, and then scans him, and sees his super sweet cyber spine. Mm. This gets her walls wet, and asks <laughs> him to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta prep us for stuff like that (laughs) yeah she introduces herself as lucy okay okay he thinks she's a petty thief but he can't deny that dump truck plus (laughs) she only steals from the rich so we get in straight robin thick vibes (laughs) after a successful day of stealing chips with her uh d passes out Uh, And he wakes up in the back of an ambulance with Lucy, and the EMT asks if he's on any pills for his new implant. He says, pfft, nah, I ain't no puss. And Lucy laughs, (laughs) calling him a street maverick. 
Then they pass the hospital, and Lucy's like, what the fuck, bro? And the EMT pulls a gun and says, this is a robbery now. I want that spine, Cholo. <laughs> so Lucy kicks Dee's stretcher into the guy's balls and then flings the doors of the ambulance open and rides Dee and his stretcher onto the fucking highway. <laughs> Dee strapped down, looking up at this girl as she's maniacally laughing, weaving in and out of traffic. He's got the largest infatuation heart on I've ever seen. <laughs> It's, 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 it is a sick scene though. You know, the lights going by super fast. She's weaving in and she out. She sounds like a psychopath though. And he's just looking up like, oh, oh man, I, I love yeah. this chick. Dump truck. Right. The dump truck. That's dump true. trucks, like, they definitely mask any psychotic behavior. They help. <laughs> that will come in later. Good, good. <laughs> uh, after the intensity, uh, he tells her to bring him to his doc friend who prescribes some pills to help. And laughs at the amount of times he's activated flash mode, like stressing how it can fry his prepubescent brain. Upon leaving, Lucy invites Dee to her place for some one-on-one. Dee has his first beer, and she talks about how she wants to move to the moon one day. She invites him to her room, and we see a shot of them lying side by side with an open condom wrapper on the bed. (gasps) But JK, it's a VR chip wrapper. And they're together in VR on the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having cyber sex? They fucking, they're fucking on the moon, right? No, it's cute, okay? They're hopping around. <laughs> they're checking out the moon society. They're driving around in the lunar driving cars. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, he's fallen even more in love. Uh, they're sitting on the edge of a crater, gazing at the earth. And she says she's never shown anyone this before. Yeah, wow, that's her line, I'm sure. <laughs> and just then, Dee's Oculus gets ripped off of his head. And there's three crazy-looking chromed-up baddies looking down at him, threatening to clap his cheeks. <laughs> I don't think they're threatening that, Zach. There's three more open condom wrappers on the bed. <laughs> just clapped. <laughs> they're all ribbed up and ready to go. <laughs> we'll take you to the moon (laughs) oh my god Uh, he looks over at Lucy all panicked and she's just smoking a cig not making eye contact he definitely got set up bro oh no oh fuck so Dee's mom Dee's nuts (laughs) 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 that's why you wanted to call Dee right Dee's mom works Mm. with these thugs okay stealing tech from EMT sites and selling it to them they were pissed that they paid up front and she never delivered until D reveals that he's her son and that she's unalive. <laughs> Zach, by the way, I want to interrupt for a second. I've never heard somebody like D's nuts themselves. <laughs> 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 you were like D's mom, D's nuts. <laughs> yourself off with it. I don't understand. <laughs> when I see an opportunity, I have to make it happen. <laughs> so he begs them to let him keep the cyber spine. He shows them that his body's built different, and he activates <laughs> the speed and steals a smoke out of the one guy's hand. And they're pretty impressed. Usually when you're a skinny beanpole, like when you augment yourself, like you've got a really high chance of just going crazy. You can't handle it. Usually it's beefy boys that get augmented. But they're impressed. They're like, well, you can can wield it. So they agree to let him work off the cost. And uh, sexy Lucy shoves a tracker in his urethra just to make sure he doesn't run off. Frickin' Lucy. So Dee's feeling like quite the cuck. And at home, gets a call from the school offering him a scholarship. 
but he's got to apologize to Jeff Bezos' son first. What kind of scholarship is contingent on? Oh, I guess it's probably from Jeff Bezos, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I figured it out. <laughs> but but this is just a ploy to get him in Jeff's lair, of course, because he's impressed with how he's wielding the spine. But he doesn't know that. But he still swipes away the message. He's like, "Fuck school." <laughs> I got a cyber spine now. Yeah. So then the main main leader of the gang calls him up for a job. The leader's name is Maine, and he's like a Rocky Balboa biker type, bro. Nice. So the job goes as follows. Some Arasaka guy likes boxing. They rig the boxing match to make the person he's betting on lose. So the Arasaka guy will go to a bar and get drunk. That's where D comes in. He's got to steal his neck chip so they can copy the data and return it. So far, so good. But oh shit, Arasaka guy's going back to his car. Good thing they have a lolly on their team. This little piece of jailbait spills some drink on Arasaka man and attempts to rub the stain. And then rubs his yet-to-be-stained slacks. I cannot believe Brody made up the name Zach Brazzers, but you you had him in you all along, man. <laughs> okay, it's time for plan B. Gotta hop in his car and copy the data from there. D, with the help of Lucy, hop in. The handy only lasts a few minutes, and Arasaka man finds them in his car. And Maine, over the mic, is like, it's time to show us what you got. But D is like, I, I don't know how to drive, honky. But he manages to get out of there with Lucy jamming the car's GPS. What did you call him? Honky. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. What ensues is a sick car chase where there's immediately two Japanese guys on bikes chasing them. I guess bounties get posted lightning quick in Cyberland. D, with his flash reaction time, weaves in and out of traffic and he kills one of the bikers. But upon arriving at the LZ, the other catches up to them. A sick little fight ensues, showing off Lucy's razor wire Spider-Man wrist string. And just when it looks like D is going to get mantis bladed, Maine skids his car in front of the swing, blocking it with his hood. And then he kicks his door out and like pushes back the mantis blade with his metal fist. And when the guy tries to kick him with his other knee mantis blade, Maine's forearm expands to be a big old cannon while still holding Buddy's first blade and just spatters the guy. Again, Gears of War style. So they won. <laughs> They're having a Fast and Furious style party at a gas station, drinking and celebrating. Family. Family? <laughs> yeah. Family. They're really feeling like family now. It's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, a creepy corpo guy shows up. His name is Faraday. Faraday Cage. His younger <laughs> brother does movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is the guy who gave him the job. And says they fucked up royalty. The data's useless. They're already changed tactics. Yada yada. Means like, fuck off, buttlicker. And they go back to partying. <laughs> uh, D watches as one of the crew gets all chummy with Lucy. It ends with his principal calling him directly. And D telling him if the Bezos clan wants an apology, they can suck it out the tip of his schlong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where his tracker is that Lucy put it, right? You said well, she shoved it up um, his urethra. So. It does show up later. Yes. You're, you're listening. I like that. <laughs> I'm listening, man. <laughs> hey, I'm going to need you to suck up this tracker straight out of my schlong, dude. Harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's really deep in there. Empty my bladder. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of a prolapsed urethra? <laughs> I haven't. I don't know if I want to. Okay. Great episode, boys. It's a weird energy. <laughs> it's, <not. laughs> it's a weird so, energy. It's very sexual, but it fits with the title Cyberspunk Edge Gooners, Brody. Yeah. So it yeah. works, man. 
Okay, so I guess it's been a minute, and D calls Maine up for another job, but Maine's all like, you don't call us, we call you honky so he heads to the <laughs> place where he doesn't say honky <laughs> uh, so he heads to that place where he drove the limo and he, he grabs a delivery gig from that guy uh, he takes the package to an apartment and is met with the barrel of a Glock but JK it's just jailbait and she's brothers with the member that was getting all sweet with Lucy we're gonna call him orangutan arms from now on She's <laughs> brothers? She's brothers? So she's siblings with that guy, orangutan hey. arms. Okay. Yeah. You know, we call him orangutan arms because he's got a fat, beefy cock. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the delivery was for some golden hands, and orangutan's arms is really pumped about it. And uh, Jailbait sends D on his way with a little cash tip. Uh, and then Lucy calls and asks what he's doing, and he leaps in the air like a simp. <laughs> Cyber simp. Cyber simp. We get a little montage of his training while jogging with Lucy. He learns some fighting basics with Ronda Rousey. She's another member of the group. Zach, I, we still don't know MMA people. Some people might. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best way to just, it's, it's a beefy girl. Okay. Yeah, it's Ronda Rousey, all right. Does push-ups in his shower, gets his first sidearm from Maine, goes rain shooting with Lolly Girl, you know getting accustomed to the lifestyle he's becoming part of the family <laughs> i don't know who that was supposed to be it could have been like half a dozen people it's all good cyber yep. family cyber family <laughs> i'm not gonna talk about caleb's rendition <laughs> <laughs> it always comes out so back of the mouth for me and i don't know how to do it I with these it's like you're coming out of a fucking coma and firmly. That's Vin Diesel being put under before a surgery. They're like, count one to ten, Vin Diesel. And he's like, firmly. And right in the middle of his surgery, he's like, firmly. And then he goes back under. Domestic's better than import. Quick rundown, okay, of the yeah. crew. We got D and we got Lucy. Mm -hmm. We got Maine and we got Jailbait. Yep. We also got Orangutan. Then there's yep. also Ronda Rousey, as well mm -hmm. as another chick. Her name is Kiwi. She'll be important later, okay? Is she Australian? Yeah, all right. Yeah. She's kind of <laughs> Australian. Pretty sure Kiwi. Oh, that's New Zealand, but isn't nah, it? Nah, she's... She's all right. <laughs> Anyhow, the crew's walking through an alley, and some fellow's pissing off a shitting container. The, uh, the crew kills them out on it, but orangutan is specially triggered. Upon Why did we trigger his ex <laughs> accent? Turn it off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> family, family, okay. Oh, oh, oh fucking who am I? I'm Zach Brazzers. Zach Brazzers. <laughs> You're Zach Brown. <laughs> oh, Zach came out of a coma. Now he's convinced he's actually Zach Brazzers. <laughs> Aren't I jalapeno slim? <laughs> Com combo Clancy. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Which life is real? Which one's mine? <laughs> Make anime great again. <laughs> An afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, the crew is walking through an alley, and some fella is pissing off a shipping container. The crew calls him out on it, but Orangutan is especially triggered. Upon hopping up there and calling this guy out on his shit, the stranger busts out his hidden blade gun and just annihilates Orangutan's head. <gasps> 
fucking zeroed. Is he all right? No. Uh, <laughs> the crew springs into action and just narrowly avoids any more casualties thanks to D flashing him his cock. I mean, flashing and money shotting. I mean, D flashes and gets his first IRL kill. Oh. <laughs> Lucy gets a bit hurt, so D takes her to his dock friend. She gets fixed up and they head back to Lucy's apartment where they heart to heart. And genital to genital. Uh, JK. She says she doesn't <laughs> want him to die, and he says he won't, and that one day he'll get her to the moon. Whoa. He promises. And they tongue each other as a musk rocket expels its load in the distance. This is the third episode in a row where you've described making it as tonguing each other. And yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. You've never done the tongue down? I don't refer to it as tonguing each the, other. The dual tongue twisters? I've tonsil hockeyed before, Brody, but I <laughs> haven't tongued. <laughs> tonsil hockey is more when you have a piece of gum between your two mouths and you try to like launch it back and the tonsils are the goal. Well, I thought the goal is your mouth and... And her tonsils are the puck, and you're trying to get her tonsils into your mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, like hockey, when you're trying to get the puck into your net. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> Brody's not a fan of getting the tongue that deep. I prefer deep. uvula basketball. It's just giving me, uh, it's just giving me terrible flashbacks to my dentist daddy. <laughs> Papa, why? <laughs> what are you doing, step Papa? You make it the back of my throat all tingly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some tonsil stones in there. Let me get them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, our trauma doesn't define us. <laughs> this never happened. <laughs> okay, one more app and we'll take a break. So orangutan boy is dead now? We're one yep. member short of the family? We're, we're one member short. Sister super yeah. distraught about it? Oh, yeah. She's not having it. <laughs> oh she yeah is she mourning really bad yeah she's not having it <laughs> yeah she's just like no whatever <laughs> okay okay so the crew's next job is to kidnap the maker of all these high-end vr experiences they fail in a parking garage because the guy has his own emp generator <gasps> and he kidnaps d <gasps> oh no at this point is 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 uh d nuts no he's no, not he's not okay pretty good though pretty good though yeah you could wait till later when he starts to go nuts when he starts to get or, cyber nuts yeah but you know it's here now so well like at, at a certain point you can say now d's is fully nuts d's is okay. nuts d's gotcha. nuts i'm just i'm prepping i'm prepping the joke for you as if it hasn't prepped by you already let's go right so yeah they failed and the guy has kidnapped e uh back at this sick fuck's lair he lets loose how he gets such sick vr expos he literally makes cyber psychos by kidnapping people and putting them through vr demos over and over again ensuring they get depresso expresso <laughs> <laughs> This is how he gets the most primo monetization-worthy content. The scene D goes through is fucked, so I'm going to skip it. These are always deaths? Well, like it's always living at deaths or no? Those are the ones that get the most cash flow. Right, because people want to experience death, I guess? They're fucked, yeah. His crew shows up because he's chipped with that tracker. Remember that you're up his urethra, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he never met up with that company who sucked it out of his urethra, unfortunately. Which, which is a good thing. Oh, it's good then. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, the crew shows up, but Spooky Business Boy has drones. And <laughs> thankfully, Lucy is a class A hacker e-girl. And while D super speeds around dodging bullets, Lucy hacks them drones, and they successfully apprehend the VR guy. This is one of those situations where it's like, hey, the villain has this technology that shuts everything down. Why didn't he use it again? And you're like, eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's mental strain, right? Just like right. listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess yeah the whole plan of all this was to apprehend jeff bezos yeah he comes to vr guy's lair to get the latest epstein island chips and then (laughs) your world of freaking callbacks is just like (laughs) to be fair they want to experience people's like worst memories brody and Mm -hmm. that's got to be up there yeah yeah. So the crew jumps him. Jeff activates his hedgehog hands and sprays needles everywhere. But they have stormtrooper aim, and only VR guy gets tracheotomied. <laughs> with D's speed, they knock him out and nab him. And with the crew joking that VR guy won't get to code his own death, because <laughs> he's got a spike through his neck. Yeah. All right. Who's ready for a game? Well, it depends. On what? Is it a classic? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Oh, shit. You actually made a new fucking game? No, it's definitely Let's go! (laughs) Brody, it's a new game! I'm so excited. You know, the thing that I like about audio is you can literally make a game just about anything. So the fact that you're, like, you know, starting new ideas... I'm really excited. Yeah, branching hey, out. Hey, if you came up with an idea, give it to me, because I'll use it. <laughs> but no, we've done this one before, guys. So you ready? Take your seat. I'm sitting. Should I pre-pop my socks off? Should I pre-blow <laughs> my load? <laughs> done. I'm already gooning as we speak, dude. <laughs> so, there's so much gay porn on his screen. All the best TV shows deserve a spin-off, so tonight, join us for a special introduction to a brand new show. Of course, you've heard of Love Boy Island, where oh so many hot and hunky dudes compete for the affection of one special girl. Well, get ready, because in this one, we're flipping the script. Welcome to Season 1 of Love Girl Island. <laughs> So in this game, it's a let's make a date format, guys. So Mm -hmm. you each have three secret roles. We get into a scenario where you guys are using confessional videos, which is always fun to do background interviews and just talk about whatever. Or you can make official guesses in a confessional video. It's a fun thing for the audience to also guess along and be like, oh, fuck, Mm -hmm. that guy's totally a jabroni. (laughs) (laughs) Except this time you are playing the women. Hell yeah. And I'm a guy. In season one of Love Girl Island, we have a special guest looking for his second chance at love. So join us up north, cozy up by a fire, and get ready to be jolly. Ho ho ho! My name is Chris Kringle. Maybe you better know me by my many aliases Santa Claus, St. Nicholas, Vader Johan, Stud Muffin, <laughs> Father Christmas, whatever you want to call me, it's fine with me. Now I'm searching for the next Mrs. Claus because unfortunately, after 150 years of marriage, that old and saggy Mrs. Claus that you all know and love is no longer with us. In my next partner, I'm looking for someone who can bring that special Christmas spirit, someone who can toe the line of naughty and nice, someone who can jingle my bells or roast my chestnuts on the open fire if you know what I mean. So let's get rocking around the Christmas tree because Santa Claus is coming tonight.
Oh no! <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna send you your rolls. You guys can do it whatever order you want. Nice. Those are some primo chicks, dog. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got me some really wild ones here, my man. Okay. If for anybody, everybody guessing, they're all holiday-themed things, okay? All right, first, I'm going to take two of you for a tour around my workshop to meet all of my elves. It's important to me that my new wife has a fantastic work ethic and doesn't just sit around leeching my success as a successful businessman. Oh, okay. Gotta love corporate greed. <laughs> Who are you, like, young young lady? I'm 300 years old. Well, I'm 500 years old. Whoa. And let's just say that what you're doing here isn't right. Are, is this your method of getting into my pants? <laughs> Where we go, we don't need pants. <laughs> it feels like you're decking me in the balls. All right. <laughs> How about you, other lady? Hi, I'm uh, I'm Suzanne. Uh, I like a good drink. I uh, mm-hmm. like to have a good time. I'm all about um, you know rebirth and uh, finding one true self, figuring on a yearly basis, just you know becoming a new person and uh, just trying to self improve yourself. You are so cute, honey. Uh, I'm thinking like a little trim up on the beard, a new haircut. We can get you looking real nice. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Like, you think you can spruce me up a little bit to, to be more modern? What, what would you suggest my hair become? Oh, sweetheart, I'll tell you one thing right quick. All right, your hair's going to be classier than the cat's pajamas. All right, we're going to make you be looking real good. We're going to get you nice and short on the sides a little short on the top it's gonna be a bit of a crew cut but we're gonna make it spicy just like yourself you're you're cute none of it's gonna matter when the tsunamis come (laughs) i think we might be protected in the north pole so us up here all our elves will be fine in this little workshop of ours what do you think's melting dipshit I gotta know, how do you feel about someone who's like two foot three doing your hair? I know most people don't care. I just put a little stool there and get going real quick. I'm really good at it though. You know, I'm I'm efficient. I get stuff done. I did notice you were a little smaller, but I didn't want to. I didn't know if you were self conscious about that. Uh, where, where did you say you were from? New Jersey. Can't can't you tell from my my accent? I could. I could. You're right. That's a weird question to ask, <laughs> I guess. But where, where where are you from? Actually, I don't know this about you. I'm from Kansas City. Oh, no way! <laughs> I became Santa Claus later. <laughs> okay, cool. Kansas City. Such a city man. Very fun. Very fun. I'm from the new state of Pan Am. Not that anyone asked. This girl is fucking weird. Talking about natural disasters and stuff. She sounds like a spooky ghost or something. New Jersey will be the first to go. <laughs> 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 I hope New Jersey isn't the first to go. <laughs> I love it there. <laughs> the first to go what? <laughs> I gotta say, a lot of your, your, your helpers here are a little itty-bitty like me. I like it. I think you'd fit in just nicely here, actually. Oh, that, thank you? Well, are you coming... Excuse me, are you coming on to me, Santa? We are on a dating program. <laughs> You're letting your claws out. I like it. I like it. Better than coming inside of you. 
<laughs> my what? Okay. <laughs> Ectoplasm, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say the birth doesn't go well. <laughs> what do you guys do for a living? I gotta ask you questions, get to know you a little bit. I, I hear one of them is a, you do hair? Is that your profession or are you? I, uh... yeah, yeah, no, I have just, I've always liked serving. Um, so like when I was a kid, I would like make gifts for my friends and stuff. And they would all tease me about my weird looking ears. And I'd be like, hey, it's Christmas. Um, but whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, and then as I got older, people thought it was weirder and weirder to uh, accept gifts. So I thought, hey, how can I put this into my day-to-day -day life? Thought, boom, I'm good with scissors. Uh, I'm going to cut some hair. So, uh, yeah, hairdressing's in my blood, I guess. I like, I like to say. And as for me, I just help people experience what they should be thankful for when the holidays roll around. That's your that's your profession? Pretty much. It sounds pretty close to what I do. We might get along. Is this the Ghost of Christmas Pass or something? Is this one of them uh <laughs> yes. the present that Ghost Brody, it's the it's Christmas future? Is Yeah, ding hey, ding ding there Ghost we of Christmas go. Future. One of, one of them uh one of them uh Christmas Carol ones, am I right? <laughs> My name is Chloe. <laughs> oh, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is just an elf that escaped the prison camp and now is back to Fox Santa. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close. Do you guys want to read your roles as we move to the next scene? What were you, Brody? I was the reverse elf, like Buddy from Elf, but the opposite. Clearly a North Pole elf who's convinced she's a normal human from New York. But oh. uh, when looking around here, she slowly realizes that maybe she was born an elf all along. Oh, <laughs> shit. And I'm uh, the ghost of Christmas future. Uh, that super creepy one in the hood who doesn't talk in the movies. Never yeah. saw it. Uh, <laughs> they never speak. They just point with their weird skeleton finger. Okay. <laughs> so she sees visions of the future and is always super bleak and depressed because all she sees is death. <laughs> Real Christmassy. <laughs> it, it's in the Christmas Carol, man. <laughs> Well, well, let's move on. One of those was a depressed little ghost, and I sent them away. They need to do some work on some more rich people, I believe. And the other one, she's working for me now. Wow. <laughs> she was found. Somebody cuff her and get her, get her into our elf army. Get your fucking hands off me. <laughs> All right, who's next up then? Uh, with this next group, we're going to get a little cozier. I'm going to show you how Santa makes the bacon. So come sit on Santa's lap and tell me one thing that you wish for most this year. Hi, I'm Holly, and you can say I'm Holly Jolly. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> to find my love and hopefully maybe get a little cocoa in that beard of yours. Boop. Oh, oh, I've never been booped before. That's lovely. What What do you wish for this Christmas, Holly? I just wish for someone with a fat, fat, Wallet. <laughs> you thought I was going to say cock, but no. <laughs> I'm just here to find love, honey. And it seems like you're open for business. Let's just say my legs are open for business, too. <laughs> I love a woman who takes initiative. My last wife. Oh, let me tell you. 150 years together, 149 of those celibate. My God, the cellulite. <laughs> 
did someone say celery? (laughs) (laughs) What? All right, what about you, other one? Who are you? You want to sit on my other lap? Yeah, sit on both legs. Yeah, I hop on over to you. I want, um... Uh, I want some respect. I want to be noticed, you know? I want to, yeah, get some respect around here. <laughs> That's what you wish for this Christmas? You think uh, Santa Claus can do that for you? Because I can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you jingle my bells, I'll jingle yours, if you know mm. what I mean. <laughs> okay. You're making my eggs all excited here. There's no way I'm losing to this bitch. He is mine. <laughs> Gold digger. <laughs> nope. All right. So, what, what do you guys typically do around the holiday season? I like to know everybody's traditions. I, I'm very busy man, but I still make time for my partner. Oh my god! I love Christmas. I get together with my family, but my husband comes first. He always comes first. (laughs) Anyway, I get cocoa and gifts under the tree, and I love doing the Christmas tree, and I just love everything about it. (laughs) This energy is a lot, and I'm Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you. (laughs) What do you like to do around the holidays? What do I like to do around the holidays? I like to paint uh, eggs and... Uh, make Uh-oh. ham and um, just hide chocolates around. It's a lot of fun. That's a unique Christmas celebration. I like that, though. I might take a little That's bit. That's what that. I do around so. the holidays. Listen, I don't know what this show is pulling, but I'm pretty sure Chris Kringle isn't into bestiality. <laughs> Can we give that to him? I'm sure. He's pretty spot on. <laughs> What about you, Brody? Any guesses on Zach? Uh, a pass clause, like a pass miss clause, trying to get in again. No, I am the the Hallmark girl. I'm what every girl wants in their Hallmark movie. It's just upbeat, joyous, a little sexy, and down for everything. The perfect girl that has no problems. Dude, a Hallmark girl is a girl who's from the city who used to live here, who comes back and is like, hey, we're having to downsize, and then meet Santa for the... You need to watch more Hallmark movies, I, my I man. I didn't say it was a good Hallmark movie. <laughs> What, I wrote a very poorly acted girl from a Christmas Hallmark uh, movie, too, so he got that down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about you, Brody? What were you? The competition. The spirit of another less famous holiday who is jealous but secretly wanting to get the Christmas population by marrying Santa Claus. She deep down kind of hates Santa out of spite. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And all you hear from the other room, the cameras are outside, and it's one of those shots where it's like you just see the captions on the screen. It's like, get back to, to March, you freaking Easter bunny. We don't want your kind here. <laughs> <laughs> Who is in charge of casting? How'd this bitch get in here? <laughs> <laughs> this is outrageous. Why would you think I would want to date a bunny? <laughs> Jesus was born on my holiday, not dead. It's way more exciting. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then Santa comes out of the door, totally calm. His cheeks are a little rosy. He's like, all right, next. I'm going to take the the remaining two. We're going to go on a sleigh ride because as the new Mrs. Claus, being an adrenaline junkie and being able to ride my sleigh is very important. But make sure to strap in. We don't want another accident. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) No, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Who's riding in the front with me? Hi, I'm I'm Nicole. Great to be here, I guess. 
It would so be. you're you're in charge, I take it? I oh yes. Okay. All right, yeah. sure, 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 sure. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. you see the red jumpsuit and the beard? Of course I am. Yeah, yeah, notice my um I know I lo- I know I love what you're wearing. Yeah, it's wonderful. Absolutely. You're already playing the part. It's great. It, what about you? Hi there. Um I'm Noel. Oh, love the name. Mm, perfect. <laughs> I have a kind of a weird relationship with Christmas, but maybe if we fall in love, I can finally love the holidays again. That's fantastic. I will definitely get you to love the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my sugar plums. Sorry. <laughs> oh wow, that that's that's. Uh, you guys have HR here? Oh uh, no, I am HR. Mm, mm. <laughs> now when I'm a in- lot of the elves in the workshop call me the jolly old Saint Prick. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not when I'm in charge. Did you say not when you're in charge? What? Okay. What? So this is the sleigh, eh? Hmm. Yeah, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. It goes a thousand miles an hour and time dilates the world so we can get to every children. Hmm. Every children on Earth. If my parents had this, I might not have been... Oh, never mind. Okay, well, this is Dancer and Prancer, but my favorite <laughs> is Vixen. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. Like, <laughs> the competition to Brazzers, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't get Zach Brazzers in here again. <laughs> Yo, someone say my name? <laughs> <laughs> no, get out of here, Zach Brazzers. Ah, okay, okay. Don't worry, I'm coming in after the show wraps. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to one of the elves that's like, you know, getting the sleigh together. I'm like, hey Maintenance, yeah. Hey, uh, he's feeding you and everything, like, um, you guys don't have an HR department here. You guys realize that? No, we just eat, we just eat candy canes. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm good on candy canes. I think I, I, that's all oh, the essential right. nutrients: candy, canes, whatever. Hey, all right, Father uh, <laughs> Johan. If you say so. You've got lots of paint cans and string here, right? You know, oh, just yes. in case. You can consult with the elves for this. Any supplies that you might need, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks. I just like to feel safe. You know. And the elf who's talking to Brody's character just goes. You're not safe here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, my. Oh, this reminds me of that uh, Kevin McAllister kid. You know, I can see he's a little jumpy. Yep. Yeah. Do you want more from Brody's character before you guess, Zach? I think, like, it's just like a fucking lawyer come to check out the, <laughs> the OSHA violations of the North Pole. <laughs> no, let's have another interaction between us two, Brody. Sure. Just give him some. Yeah. Why are you talking to my elves, huh? What are you, what, what are you playing? At All right, there? the jig is up. These are my elves. <laughs> Whoa. <what? gasps> who, who gave you that rule? <laughs> uh, I've seen the movie. I know what happens. All right. I don't know who you are, but I know I'm the next ruler around here. Oh, I don't think so. I'm still around. What are you talking about? I saw his God. corpse. Oh. But in the movie, the corpse disappears. Wait, what? Wait. Did the corpse disappear? That's very important. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just <laughs> it. it. <laughs> Santa, did you poison them? (laughs) (laughs) No, not yet. (laughs) It's not my go-to. My go-to is in the sleigh, pushing them off. Oh, sorry. What did I say? (laughs) Anyway, do you guys want to go on a sleigh ride? (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) I I have a feeling that you're Mrs. Claus, but you didn't die? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's give your roll. Zach, you first. What were you? 
I was aptly named the PTSD. (laughs) An adult now, she experienced a home alone situation in childhood, but unlike Kevin, her experience was quite frightful and bad. (laughs) So, yeah, I never got to set up any traps, but she Wait, you were ready. As soon as you asked if there were paint cans and string, Brody knew. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Brody? What are you? Uh, The Clausification believes that this whole situation is a ruse, because last week, she accidentally killed Santa Claus while he was on her roof, and now she's slowly transforming into the new Santa, just like Tim Allen and Santa Claus. And then in brackets, it says, in reality, she just accidentally murdered a roost shingler by uh, scaring him (laughs) and has just been getting fat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So that was, it wasn't me being poisoned. It was me realizing that I killed a man. Yeah. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Right. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) I guess Santa Claus is alone for one more year. (laughs) But aren't we all? (laughs) But aren't we all? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yo, 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 welcome to Jacob's Cyber Implants. Are you ready to take your limbs to the next level, yo? You bet, honky. (laughs) That's right, punk. You can get such things as the Chest Toaster 200. Sick of toasting in the kitchen like a normie? Toast chest in bed. You've heard of breakfast in bed, now you are the breakfast in bed. <laughs> Chest toaster. Are you sick of walking around without being able to grate cheese? Well, check this out. You can get a <laughs> cheese grater in your knee. Yeah. The knee's grater. <laughs> <laughs> the knee's grater, yeah. <laughs> From the same people who made you the mantis blades in the arm can come the knee's grater. Let's not forget about, oh shit, you're at the grocery store and need a plastic bag. There's a bag dispenser in your butt. Are you sick of not being able to do all these cyber drugs because your teeth are falling out? Cyber teeth. No, no. Hologram teeth. Let's go. Hologram teeth. We know everything in this new world comes in fucking slushy form anyway. Who needs teeth? Oh man, you ever been without a pencil? Introducing the finger pencil. Talk about a mechanical pencil, am I right, Jacob? Yeah. It's crazy. You just tap the tip of your cock, and more lead comes out your fingertip. It's epic. Don't push too hard, you'll snap it. Speaking of the tip of my cock, I've got a pen there. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, for some of those sensitive documents. Right, right. Because everybody loves going to the bank to sign a mortgage and you gotta whip out your hog. <laughs> That's how they know you're for serious. Uh, uh, yeah, you, I like you. <laughs> you know how you like the smell of your own farts? We put a nose on your butt. <laughs> Want any body parts in other places like the nose butt? Try the eye tongue today. Yeah. See what you're chewing, see what you're putting your tongue on. Very important, am I right? Mm. It brings Popsicle liquor to a whole new level. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like your nose? Take it off. 
Yeah, the Michael Jackson's a little pricey, but... Uh, even more expensive is the Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you're a paying customer, we get it done. Yeah. But don't worry, you will still have a nose on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been driving and your, your ankles getting all tired from pressing the gas all the time? Fuck cruise control. We just got a little hydraulic bit that comes out the tip of your foot. Presses the gas for you. It's epic. You ever getting into bar fights and people are punching you? Well, we got the bruise control. Stupid. <laughs> 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 you ever want a, a, a tail and web feet? <laughs> me, me neither. What if you did? I got ears too. I'm not a furry. <laughs> the furry market's exploding right now. <laughs> Neon ears, baby. Yeah. Damn, it's never been easier to bang down with a cat girl. <laughs> Konichiwa. Konichiwa. <laughs> Filing system abs. Just pull it out and put in some recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it too close to your chest toaster. That's a recipe for disaster. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you think that's bad, water found nipples. Watch out. Purely aesthetic. Purely aesthetic? <laughs> <laughs> then they're just nipples. No, no, but that shoot water. Well, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> What's the functional purpose of a fountain other than to be so aesthetic? That you, can, you can get something to drink. To drink. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's thinking about a park, like water. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not like a decorative. I'm fountain. thinking about the pretty fountains. <laughs> Are you a dad that wants to have the feeling of helping your small child grow? Put some breast milk in it. <laughs> oh. Counting it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you ever need to dig a shallow grave? We got the, the shovel hands. Don't worry. They come with disposable thumbs. Uh, disposable thumbs? <laughs> they're, also, <laughs> they're also great at the beach. <laughs> Make a sandcastle. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know, we've seen a real resurgence of skateboarding lately, but nobody likes to wear helmets and knee guards. How about we just install the bitch? <laughs> Skateboard feet. I meant the knee pads, but yeah. <laughs> I think those are just roller skates, but let's roll with it. Ah! No, we cut off your feet and put a skateboard there onto your legs. It makes using stairs hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You can do it. Ramps of the future. <laughs> yeah, so come on down to Jacob's Implants today. We're not useless, you are. Yeah, organic tissues for chumps. <laughs> Cyber tissues for women. Get your first two implants on us today. And remember, that's not Jacoby's. He's the Russian asshole who keeps on trying to take our business. Yeah. Oh, uh, jo oh Jacoby. Fuck oh, Jacoby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Be sure to couple augmentations with heavy drug use to avoid cyber depression. Drugs are cool, kids, as long as you got metal in your body. As long as they're prescribed. By your street doctor. Call your street doctor now. Hello, street doctor here. How can I help you? Damn it, doc. I installed a second cock, and it's infected uh -huh. with cyber malware. Cyber malware and your second cock, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Cyber syphilis, I've now, heard of it. Now, how long has it been burning for? However, since the doc put it on. Oh, what oh do I no. Do? That's not good, that's not good. Okay, one second here. Can you, can you go on hold? 
Gladys, uh, he must use a second hand Cybercar. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're definitely thinking it's second hand. Um, oh, second hand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That okay, doctor screwed me. <laughs> hey, sweetheart, you still there? Yeah, yeah, I got it dipped in a in a vat of oil. It's helping a little. Yeah, as it should. Yeah, keep it in that oil. Um, what we're going to need from you is to come back to the office. We're going to be uh, removing it for you. Uh, but we got a brand what? new one here. It's the uh, double downsizer. Uh, it's double, <laughs> double down. Isn't, isn't that a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're such a sweetheart. That's the KFC sandwich. No, no, this is the double downsizer. You're not putting fried chicken on my mound, bro. No. <laughs> no, come come here. We, we'll, we'll get that mound out of your dick right quick. Okay, I trust you, Doc. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that staying in? <laughs> no, none of it needs to. I don't like any of that. Yeah, I'll keep it in. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rock on. So there's this, like, dude who's all ripped out and crazy, killing a bunch of cops, and we're like, holy crap, this is brutal. This is what this show's going to be like. And then, boom, dude takes off his VR and is like, oh, my God, I want that. Uh, and then, so then he gets it, actually. Uh, the dude dies. His mom <laughs> had it, and uh, he puts it on because he's like, bullies are mean. And then, boom, bullies aren't a problem anymore. And then he's like, oh, cool, mom. Wait, mom? Mom? And mom's dead, actually actually now and that's a bummer to him Whoa. so now he's like i guess it's crime for it's me sad. and so that he does a bunch of crime with this girl lucy who's like i want to live on the moon and i'm gonna fuck you over a bunch um and then he he gets a new family um with <laughs> with uh his main dude main and the the crazy siblings and uh a ufc fighter chick and another girl that doesn't really have much of a description as of yet nice and uh yeah the one uh, brother dies he gets shot in the face the uh the oh, no. the, the 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 sticky thing and the the the, mm-hmm. the, the the neck thing that he's got on his back it's illegal as frick did they kidnap jeff bezos did they get the, did they successfully kidnap jeff bezos is that where we left off yes yes so boy with the dead mom has a cyber spine and kidnaps jeff bezos with his vin diesel family is that where we're at, pretty much? If I can fucking, sum it up in one sentence. Fucking nailed it. Fucking <laughs> We've been paying attention. Killing it, boys. Okay. So, now that they've kidnapped Jeff, it's time to dive into his mind for some juicy trade secrets. Kiwi does her deep dive thing, sitting in a vat of ice, you know, all cyber-like. But Maine is starting to go a little crazy. <gasps> he got too many of David, or what, I forgot her name, Jacob's implants. It was, it's been three minutes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot immediately. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, yeah, Maine is using too many Jacob's implants. And yeah, he blacks out and basically assaults Kiwi mm. while she's deep diving. Mm. And everyone in the room's like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, oh, shit, uh, ugh, I got problems. I'm going to go deal with my demons. Not cool, man. So uh, Ronda Rousey's got to call in Lucy to dive in instead. So while Lucy is in the mind realm, Jeff starts to wake up. So the cyber world in Jeff's mind starts to glitch out. And D runs over to try to stick him with a horse trank. But Jeff shouts out D's name. 
This makes D freeze, right? Because Jeff knows who D is. And uh, Jeff says all the things David wants to hear. Says he has a bright future with Arasaka, hoping to get released. Meanwhile, Lucy, even though even through the glitches, managed to get the data that they're looking for. It's a whole bunch of character profiles, and mm. D is one of them. <gasps> so she erases D from the data, right? And then collects the data. Then, Maine and Rhonda come in and see that Jeff is awake, and they're all like, What the fuck, bro? Where's the horse tranquilizer? <laughs> and Maine jabs Jeff with it, but a little too forcibly, and fucking flatlines him. Oh my god. <gasps> that's how needles work. If you stab them too hard, they die. Yep, yep. Not about the stuff that's in it. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they manage to get Lucy out of his mind before they both die, and Maine scolds the shit out of D with a hearty slap. Maine, the guy who just fucking lost his shit on someone yeah gives him shit he dips in and out okay he dips in and out. yeah yeah cool. he like barks back at him he's like me i gotta get my shit together what about you man he's yeah. like fuck you got you got me there yeah i'm good i'm good <laughs> yeah it turns out that because jeff died for a sec that trauma team shit is inbound because he's got insurance. You know it does. <laughs> if anyone has insurance, it's Jeff. So Maine and Rhonda will move Jeff. And Dee's got to take Lucy to get the car ready. So Dee zips down there holding Lucy's naked frame. And Lucy wakes up in the car and she's like, what? What? You revived Jeff? Oh, no. He, he didn't have the data we needed. It's all a bust, bro. <gasps> oh, like, shit. shit. It was a scam the whole time. So Maine and Rhonda are holding out against the trauma team and the cops, but Maine keeps, like, pausing and seeing shit and going crazy, and Rhonda has to keep saving him, right? And in a last-ditch effort, she goes to stick him with some drugs, but dies in the process. Rhonda's gone now, too. Uh, this results in Maine going full psycho, like, using Jeff's body to, like, fucking, like, beat people's heads off, and, like, just going completely feral. Gruesome. Trauma team notes that Jeff is dead, so they're just piecing. And the cops are like, where the fuck you going? They're like, the client's dead. We're fucking out of here, bro. <laughs> and but, so they try to fly away, but Maine throws an explodey barrel at their airship. And it's like, now the army's coming. And David and Lucy down in the car, they're talking about leaving their buds behind. But D can't do it, right? Because family. <laughs> so he super speeds up to where Maine is. And Maine almost like shoots him in the head. But then he like snaps out of it for a sec. He's like, oh, it's you. Hey, kid. What's up? And D is going to stand shoulder to shoulder with him till the end. But Maine's all like, nah, kid, you got a future. And what ensues is a weird slow-mo art film montage of the military showing up <laughs> and Maine's past and blah, blah, blah. And the whole <laughs> frickin' room explodes. And Lucy's down in the parking garage and she hears the explosion. The whole <clears throat> car shakes and she's like, no, oh, they're both dead. But then D like zips into the car and yeah, like all his does. clothes are singed up, but he was too fast for the explosion. He's the flash man. He can't, he can have, that's my Barry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> runs explosions, dude. And they, yeah, they drive away and David cries. Well, that's not like Barry. Barry's no bitch. So how many of them are <laughs> dead now? We lost orangutan main and Rhonda. But jailbait's still alive. And Kiwi's jailbait's still cool. alive. Yeah. 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 And then Lucy in the sky with David. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> would you? <laughs> So now we're going to jump into the future a bit. I thought we were already in the future, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it seems D is now the leader of the group. He's fucking buff as shit now. Ooh. Augmented out the ass. Oh, he's got a toaster in his chest, man. A nose yeah, on his man. butthole. <laughs> Plastic bags coming out the wazoo, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. 
So he's going out on a job. He's got Lolly Jailbait with him, Kiwi the Hacker, and they got a driver now. His name's Falco. He's super handsome and he's got a mustache. Lolly Jailbait. Is she actually of age or is she an actual young girl? Yes. I think Lolly means regardless of what they are, they're depicted as a child and sexualized. Oh, okay. Yeah, they use her as a sex object. That's pretty messed yeah. up, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's crime. It's almost like they're gangs. It's crime it's time. Like, it's almost like it's crime time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crime o'clock? Yeah, I just looked at my watch. It's crime clock. <laughs> crime. <laughs> All right, so are you on, on, on par with the new crew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they also got a new recruit with them. <gasps> He's all, you know, happy to be there. Little gung-ho. I hope he sticks around for more episodes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Does he wear a re- red shirt? Yeah, is he wearing yes. an orange intern outfit? Yep. Oh, <laughs> Lethal Company shout out. Yeah, there we go. Anyway. <laughs> Kiwi and Falco stay in the car while D, Jailbait, and the new guy storm an abandoned hotel. Kiwi can do some quick hacks. And, like, makes them all pause, and then they slaughter, like, 30 people. There's even a mini-boss battle for D at the end. He's, like, a gorilla cyclops man. But uh, David just, like, hops over his head and, like, shoots him in the back of the head with his arm cannon in slow-mo. The new guy gets all pumped at that and runs ahead, and he runs straight into a claymore and fucking paints the wall. Jesus. (laughs) So we know nothing cool about this guy other than he was super gung-ho. Yep, and then blew up. I feel like his characters used to show like, oh, these guys are a known gang now, even so much that they have a fan who wants to work hard for them. Thank you. Good plug, good plug. And then blows up. Uh, But yeah, they arrive at a sex dungeon and free all the girls, one of them being the mayor's daughter or some (sighs) shit. Um, So after that successful mission, there's another gas station party. Kiwi calls D up and tells him that she needs him to meet them at the bars to meet a potential client. <gasps> and oh shit, it's that Faraday guy from way back when. Oh yeah, the bro- Nicholas Cage's brother. Yep. <laughs> I guess this guy works both sides. He's a bit of a slime ball. He uh, he's got a job for the military, which is the direct opposition of Arasaka. <gasps> Arasaka makes really good stuff. The military is forced to buy it a lot of the time. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, he won't give D too many deets. But when D sees the reward money, he's in. Faraday says he should get that smoking hot wiener trap to help out. But he says Lucy don't do jobs no more. Lucy doesn't work. She don't do jobs no more? She don't do jobs no more. What does she do now no more? Well, back at D's place, we see he's got a pretty slick pad now. And Lucy lives with him. Whoa. She just walks around naked and stuff. Nice. <laughs> Showing. Showing. <laughs> uh, they talk about their day, and he asks her if she'll come back to the crew. But she needs more time. You know, women. So <laughs> <laughs> it, It's wild, Zach, how often you can have me, like, shake my head like, yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. And then you say something like, no. And then just... Fuck no. And it's weird that you got him with you with the most lackluster showing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) She walks around naked in his apartment showing. (laughs) It's conversational swings. I get it. Yeah, I get it too. But Dee and Lucy go for a drive out of the city and look at some stars. And Lucy reveals her backstory. (gasps) She used to be in the sky with diamonds. Yeah, but she fell to the earth. That's why she wants to get back to the moon. Exactly. It's the closest diamond in the sky. Right. Skipping her backstory. 
<laughs> we nailed it in one. Okay. Well, I'll be quick, I guess. Uh, she was born in a dang Arasaka facility. They trained her from a young age to be a hacker, net runner, edge runner, edge spunker. They told the kids that they'd get super slick jobs when it was all done. But instead, when they completed their training, Arasaka shipped them underground to go <gasps> deep diving in the old internet for old information. There's an old internet? Our internet. They got to sift through all the cat videos. And uh-huh. Like... It's a lot of memes. <laughs> so many memes. Why is Kevin James shrugging his shoulder so much? <laughs> uh, we need to understand. <laughs> Why did they find this so funny? I don't understand. (laughs) All right. Yeah. They force the kids to go rooting around for info. But the old net is filled with rogue memes and mailer daemons. And Nigerian princes looking for cash. Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And and so much porn. Yeah. Oh, dude. A lot. And a lot of people gooning on camera. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Eventually, Lucy is wishing for death and then hatches a scheme with the remaining kids to get out of there. But she gets out of there. She's the only, only kid that escapes. And so D back in reality, D gives her a hug and says she doesn't have to run anymore. But then something weird happens. Her eyes flash all red, and she does a little gasp. <gasps> then we cut to some dude looking at the data that they got out of Jeff's head Uh-oh. and reporting back to his boss. And he's like, yeah, we, I got most of the data, but some of the profiles have been erased. It won't be too hard to recover the files, but this is the work of some super slick hacker. And then he jacks out of his chair and he goes to leave on the subway and he has a brain aneurysm and falls to the ground. And then out of the shadow steps Lucy. But she's not doing work anymore. Like, oh, she's murdering the people who are on the trail. Yeah. She's doing secret assassin work, dude. Yeah. D has no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So the crew is on another job. D goes in alone and it's implied he has a little wave of going psycho. <gasps> D is going nuts. D is nuts. <laughs> not yet. He's going nuts. He's not D nuts. D's, going all, nuts. D's almost nuts. Right. So because he blasts a guy's head clean off when he's supposed to get some information. And then a nice mum type comes to check on her boss. And he's like, huh, and just like murders her too. Then we see uh, Arasaka's counter intel division talking about the guy D just killed. And the guy that Lucy had just killed. And then they want to figure out who's been fucking with their company. So they hatch a plan that maybe that Faraday loser can lure them out. Ooh. Oh, shit. We cut to Faraday talking in a parking garage with the military. And the military wants to get its hands on a new piece of tech that Arasaka's been working on. But Faraday's like, it's super secret. I can't get you that. And they're like, do it for the vine, bro. Do it for the vine. (laughs) We've been in the old internet, too. Do it for the vine. (laughs) (laughs) Then Faraday has a meeting with those counter-intel cucks. And they offer him a cool half mil to find out that pesky hacker. But he'll just do it for the vine. So (laughs) Faraday goes to meet with Kiwi? Uh, Oh, no. Now, we cut to a standoff where D and Lolly are slaughtering some punks. But when a punk gets close to D and D has the shot, he freezes, thinking back to that nice mom type that he killed. (gasps) 
But thankfully, Jailbait kills the guy first. And he's all, don't zone out on me now, stud muffin. What are you doing? <laughs> Later, back at his home, D has a waking nightmare about killing that mom type again and passes out. So Lucy has to take him to the doctor. And the docs are like, damn, bro. Shaky hands, erectile dysfunction. You gotta ease up on the chrome, bro. <laughs> you headed straight for a cliff, brother. And D's all like, just give me stronger meds, Dinkleberry. And Doc says the only way to save himself is to downgrade. And D starts choking him out, screaming for the drugs. And Lucy yells at him to stop, and he snaps out of it. And Doc's on the ground grabbing his throat, and he gives him nine days worth of drugs. And he's like, it's not like I'll be seeing you again anyway, bro. So afterward, Lucy is begging Dee to scale back, but he can't. His mom, Maine, they had such high hopes for him, he can't let them down. Then she has another red-eye moment and says she's gotta go. She runs off into the night and finds another guy trying to snag her data. But it's a trap! Uh. She gets EMP'd and Faraday's there. And she's like, ha, that was easy. Good job, Kiwi. Uh, betrayal. 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 And so, the crew is on another mission, out in the desert. Yum. They gotta stop a convoy. Get the loot. Pretty easy snatch and grab. 2.5 mil paid up front. This sounds like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, man. But uh, D has been shaken, and he's been flaccid a lot more lately. So he's got all his drugs, like, strapped to his back with, like, auto-injectors. Like a diabetes pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> He's like talking to his crew and he's like, one final job, bros. But uh, Falco thinks something ain't right. And Kiwi's in the car too. And uh, we get a flashback of her talking with Faraday. So, Arasaka's plan all along was to use David as a lab rat, testing new crazy augmentations on him after seeing how well he uses that cyberspine. All those other character profiles Lucy hacked out of Jeff, those were failed test subjects. <sighs> so now the crew is assaulting the convoy. Uh, lolly girl begging D not to speed up, right? But, you know, he's jumping out of the window at super speed and onto the other cars and headshotting the dudes that are hanging out of the car and stuff. Joe. Fucking stealing the car and ramming it into another car and then dipping back to their car lightning fast. But when it comes to the main truck with the cargo, it doesn't have a driver. D manages to flip the truck with the help of his speed and his own car's sick harpoon gun. And we cut to Faraday talking with those Arasaka cucks, being all, yup, the military's been tipped off, so looks like you're gonna get your field test. Uh. Yeah. Then we see over the horizon a full-on armada uh. of military vehicles heading their way. They're freaking out when Kiwi finally gets the door open, and inside is the Cyber Skeleton. Uh, the name is a little misleading. It's like a mini Titanfall robot. Oh, cool. Also similar to like the Avatar the Blue People movie, where you like hop into those robots too. I think those are actual like bodies that they like connect to. No, not the blue ones. They, the soldiers oh, jump yeah, into the things yeah, to my fight bad. the blue guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. And then Faraday uses Lucy's head to call D, and in future catfishing fashion, says he's got to <laughs> use the cyber skeleton to save everyone. He doesn't want the crew to die. You got to use it, bro. So, But it sounds like Lucy from him. Yeah, yeah. You can hack through somebody's head and call them like that. That's true catfish. I, I appreciate that. Us in the biz, mm -hmm. man. That's what we're looking forward to one day. What business are you in there, Caleb? <laughs> I catch a lot of catfish. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm on the other side of it. Yeah, bro. yeah, You're nice trying flip. to get me, but yeah. <laughs> I catch them. You catch the catchfishers. No, I'm a catfisher. It's catfishers. It's, it's not, not catfishers. Catch <laughs> 
I catch the catfish because I'm a cat fisherman. Are you at a river? <laughs> Maybe if the catfish is there. I'm still so fucking confused what you're doing. <laughs> I'm catching catfish. Anyway, well, that's all he needs. And even though Lolly Girl is screaming at him not to, he goes ahead and lets it install itself on him. <sighs> but then Lucy manages to escape. Uh, she's running away and she calls David up again and says, It's all a trap. Don't use the thing. Faraday's evil. Uh, but Faraday catches her again and pops in on the call, saying, You already installed the install, bro. No going back now. But you may as well use it to save your crew, lol. And this makes D go full psycho. Lolly has to forcibly inject him with some drugs because he's not in control. And meanwhile, Falco and Kiwi are trying to get their car going, so hopefully they can like get out of there. And Kiwi zaps Falco and drops him to his knees. And she's She's like, betraying everyone. No hard feelings, dog. <laughs> so with Kiwi escaping successfully, Falco confirms with the crew that she set them all up. And they don't got many options left. And then the install finishes. And this thing is insane. In true anime fashion, he's got the power of the thing and the speed of the super spine. So he's just like flipping cars. He can like magnet guns to his hands and then use them to shoot back at people another weird thing he can like mark a circle on the ground with light and then it just like poof, caves it in in a perfect cylinder Holy. so he's doing that on top of cars and just like crushing people inside them and at the end of it he's like wiped out the entire fleet and he looks down at his crew that were cowering in the truck he's like we're going after lucy and they're all like hell yeah captain we're in <laughs> oh you said captain <laughs> not brother I was so looking forward to a hell yeah, brother. Another take. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> that nice. sounds too much like a trucker. Okay. That's a 10-4, brother. <laughs> Last episode. So now they're driving through town, assuming that Lucy is at the main Arasaka headquarters. They got extra military on their tail. And like, D is like passing out in the back though. And he says he needs five minutes. So now it's up to Falco's sick driving and Lolly's cuteness to buy them some time. <laughs> some cool harpoon shots, lots of bullets and fancy Tokyo drifting help them evade the military. But now Arasaka's armed personnel are also on their tail. They've surrounded the car and are just showering it with bullets. But D finally awakes and he pops through the roof of the car and just slaughters them all with the magnetizing gun thing again and then he starts leaving those grab circles behind them as they drive and like they drive into the potholes and just blow up and shit and at this point d is like laughing maniacally staring into the distance and he sees Arasaka Tower, and he gets a flashback to his mom saying, like, You gotta stay in school, honey. One day I can see you at the top of Arasaka Tower. You'll make me so proud. And he's like, I'm gonna do it, mom. I'm gonna do it. I didn't stay in school, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we pick and choose what we want to hear, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Lolly girl's just like looking up at him and like with a knowing look like she knows that like this is probably the end of him and Faraday meets with Kiwi on the outskirts of town and says he's got to tie up loose ends and tries to fucking kill her but she manages to run off and Faraday sends some goons after her oh some goons some goon gooners after her <laughs> <laughs> and Falco gets a call from Kiwi uh, she's bleeding out in the alley and says she's sorry and she sends Falco the GPS of Faraday's ship and it's on its way to Arasaka Tower right now. And they happen to perfectly jump their car off of an onway ramp towards the ship. So like, like fast and furious. Happen to meet it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
And D, with his super suit, jumps off the car and lands on the top of their airship. And they arrive at Arasaka's loading dock, with D jumping off and onto the roof of the tower. Mm-hmm. Inside, Faraday says he's got the girl, he wants his money and his title. And then David super speeds his way inside using his last vial of drugs. And he stands face to face with Lucy, like just appearing there, right? And everyone, like all the goons, and everyone's like, oh, whoa, oh, shit, fuck off. Oh. He does the magnet gun thing again, kills up all the guards, and then like anti grav circles just Faraday's bare body and like rips his legs off. He's like, oh, you asshole. And D looks down at him and he's like, you ain't dying yet, fuck boy. And then Ryan Smasher shows up. Hey, Ryan Smasher. <laughs> Wait, Ryan Smasher? Isn't it Adam Smasher? Well, little shout out to maybe the best boy to have ever lived. Caleb, you want to tell the story? Ryan Smasher, man. He's our best friend. Oh, he was a military man from a young age. Liked to play Xbox with his boys every once in a while. His boys being me, Zach, and my brother, Steven. And Ryan Smasher would always go off on his little military journeys. And he'd come back and ask, hey, what's the best games to play? And we'd tell him, and he'd buy them all. And he'd play them during his time off, and he'd go back to the military every once in a while. But we'd always hear back from him. Until that fateful day. Did the dude die? I don't he know. Never He's never back. come back. He never logged back on. He operated cranes for the Navy. I like to think that he's all right. And he's Hopefully. off somewhere doing some other he's crane He's on a boat, work. yeah. We haven't he, confirmed. He's on a boat just... somewhere in the sky now. All right. <laughs> don't make me sad. So yeah, the character's real name is Adam Smasher, but I'm going to be calling him Ryan. Adam Smasher in the video game, I remember being very creepy. He's like this weird robotic dude with only a human face. He's the man of legend. He's almost 100% cyber, right? He's got crazy affinity, just like Mm. D, but he's got no psychosis, right? Well, Ryan's not ready for him then because D's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. D's nuts. (laughs) Yeah, so Arasaka called Ryan in to finish off David. D gets all in Ryan Smash's face, almost complimenting each other on how well they deal with their shit. But then D notices a trauma team has slipped into the loading dock and is saving Faraday. And he goes a little fucking rage mode. And as his head's turn, Ryan shoots him right in the gut. And he's like, can you really afford to be distracted right now? (laughs) And this makes D go pure sicko mode. Basically going so fast, he bursts into four different versions of himself, grabbing Lucy in his arms and like killing the rest of the guards and then trying to run away. But Ryan, he's got some pretty sick aim and he rocket launches him and D and Lucy fly out of the wall and are like, you know, 47 stories up in the air. Just free falling. Just free falling. Yeah, I'm free. (laughs) Much like that first uh, stretcher scene where he's like falling in love with her. This time, like, Lucy is, like, straddling him as they fall and, like, holding his face and telling him that she loves him. And he manages to, like, snap out of his craziness. And, like, he's like, I love you too, girl. And flips around and, like, grabs the side of the building and, like, does that whole claw thing to slow your slow your fall. Right. Down, down below, uh, Falco and Lolly are trapped in a shootout with the cops using their car as cover. And they're like, oh, fuck, this is all over. This is a bust. And then D lands on the hood of the car holding Lucy and he's in total control. It doesn't even need drugs. Oh, Power love, of love, Love man. cured him, man. Yeah. Uh, he kills some cops, gets Lucy in the car, and asks Falco for a favor. And then Lolly is pumped that they all seem well. 
and she sees something falling from the sky. It's Ryan Smasher, and fitting the name just fucking obliterates her as he lands on her. Oh no. And he actually caves in the street, and they fall down into, like, old New York York from Futurama. Wow. So they're down here, and uh, Ryan and Dee start their battle, and we find out that Ryan also has a cyber spine, so speed hacks won't work on him. Lucy tries to hack Ryan's brain, but Ryan just shrugs it off. And then, I guess, like, this Titan suit has anti-gravity things built in to withstand its own weight. And Ryan knows this, so he just rips out the anti-grav shit, and it just makes D buckle under his own weight. In a final move, Lucy and Falco are trying to drive away, and Ryan's like, nobody leaves, and tries to shoot him with a rocket, but D does the circle thing on him and fucks up the rocket just in the nick of time, and does the move back at him, and he's like, can you really afford to be distracted right now? (sighs) Got him. It's pretty cool. Got him. Wait, so Arasaka wants to see the weapon that he's in tested, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, why didn't they get Ryan Smasher to do it? Interestingly enough, he was not compatible. Oh. It was it was actually initially built purely for him. But oh. then when they went to install him, it was like he had too much shit already. Fair yeah, enough. he's Let's already just... too much robot, man. Robot can't wear robot suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Lucy and Falco are driving away and Lucy's screaming like, no, we can't leave him. And Falco's like, it was his final request. If you die, then he dies for nothing, Lucy. So Ryan turns around, gets pissed and rips apart D, just tearing off his arms and legs. And he's just a torso and a head laying on the ground. And Ryan's like, you could have made a good soldier. And Dee's like, it's just a flesh wound. (laughs) (laughs) And and D looks up, he's like, It's just a flesh wound. Think I give a shit, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And Ryan ends him with a headshot. Wait, the main character dies? Yeah. And uh, the show concludes with Lucy finally making it to the moon. And she's walking around out there in her spacesuit and has a flashback to that first mini date they shared in VR with the young, unaugmented D, like jumping around and smiling. And I'd watch out. Caleb doesn't like, Caleb doesn't leave in happy endings. Right. So then she just rips off her space helmet. Oh. <laughs> and that's how it stays in. No, JK, JK. It's, Wait, uh, so is this show a one-time thing? There's not going to be a second season of it? It's a one-off. Weird. I figured they would keep doing it because it was so big. I don't think they knew how big it would be before releasing it. Maybe it is so big because it's a self-contained story. Could be. Because it was, yeah, the final left me feeling empty. Yeah, right. It was the second time I watched it. Well, once once the little girl dies and then he also dies, it's just like, oh, so Lucy and the driver are alive. Cool. (laughs) That sucks. Should I recap? Are we done? Or is there more little wrap-ups? That is it. Please give give me a recap. Bye-bye. All right, so D's not nuts. But D's a kid, and he's got a mom who's a hospital girl, and she takes a spine for crime reasons. <laughs> and then she dies because of the crime spine that she took. And But her son doesn't know, and he's all sad and stuff, and he wants to go to school, but he doesn't really want to go to school anymore because he's sad, and there's a bully there. And that bully is the son of Jeff Bezos. So in order to get back at his bully, he installs a cyber spine, and it's pretty cool. Getting the attention of uh, Jeff Bezos, who's interested in testing this new crazy technology. This usually makes people nuts, but not this guy. Mm-hmm. Not D. Yeah, so he meets Lucy, who's a girl mm-hmm. who wants to Sex. go to space. 
Sexy avocado toast. Sexy avocado toast with Jump a donk a donk And he falls in love, and they have a little VR date, but it turns out some other guys are here to take the spine away from him, and they pull out their three condom-wrapped penises and try to gangbang him, <laughs> as far as I remember. <laughs> but he's got cyberspine cyberspeed. Oh, Wait, do they get captured here? <laughs> uh-huh. This was so long yeah, ago. <laughs> he convinces them to let him join the family. <laughs> oh, right. He gets into a family. Right, because this is the crime lord. And in that family, we meet Vin Diesel, whose name is Maine. And uh, a couple other people. We got an orangutan arm boy, a little girl who likes to bait people into jail stuff. Uh, and Lucy and, and our main guy, D. Oh, Kiwi is there. That She's yeah. a hacker chick, but she's barely noticeable at this point. Who cares about uh-huh. her? And don't forget Freaking about Ronda Australian. Rousey. Ronda she's Rousey. A- she sucks. I hate Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> she's got two belts. How many belts you got? <laughs> I got zero. So yeah, they go do crime. They go do crime <laughs> together, and they become closer as a family. I'm just gonna skip to the point where they eventually try to kidnap Jeff Bezos because they want his sick code. Uh, but in the process, when Jeff Bezos gets wounded, they call in a freaking crazy team to come, and it murders everybody. No, it just murders Ronda Rousey and our main boy, and now the crew is all like, "Well, frick, Jeff Maine, Bezos is dead." Not our main boy. No, main. Yeah, yep, main yep. is the main. Boy, <laughs> right. Our main boy is D. Yep. Confusing. Anyway, the leader of the gang is dead, and somebody's got to take over. So who's that going to be? It's going to be Cyber Skeleton Boy, not Cyber Skeleton, Cyber Spine Boy. Our main boy. Yes, spine. Uh, we go go forward a year, and he's now super decked out. This dude's ripped. He's got so much cyber stuff, but he's tolerating it somehow. That's crazy. Nobody tolerates that stuff. We learned that Lucy, she's not into it anymore. She's off doing her own murder stuff with her red eyes. But nobody <laughs> knows about that. And it turns out this guy keeps getting more and more addicted to his cyber stuff. He's got two cyber dongs now, and one of them has cyber syphilis, and he's getting a little nuts. So he's overdosing on some cool pills that make him more chill. <laughs> And everybody's kind of worried, but it's fine. And we find out that Kiwi is actually working for the big tech conglomerate who wants to know about how our main boy is is working in his new suit. So she betrays them and she gets Lucy kidnapped and they get set up with the army in a truck standoff or some crap. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And the mm -hmm. only way out is for our main guy to put a big old suit on him that makes him into like a, a Spartan soldier. And he's got a cool portal gun technology that's like a gravity thingy mahoos it. And he's got a cool body now. Awesome. So in revenge, they want to go freaking get Lucy from the tech people. And so they drive through town. They go up into the tower. He kills the one guy who was behind it all. Uh, but Ryan Smasher's there and he murders everybody. Sad ending. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good recap, dude. Cyberpunk edge runners. <laughs> Cyberspunk edge gooners, dude. <laughs> yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed it. It was a, it's a very good show. Mm-hmm. Is it? Uh, and I'm hoping like they don't have to do a season two, but they can definitely do something in the same universe. Oh yeah, it's so fun. Uh, now, I is this show worthy? It came out in 2022, Zach. Do you and Brody because Brody's seen it. Do you guys believe it's worthy of anime of the year in 2022? No, you don't think so. It had a lot of good feels, like great music, plenty of action, a gripping story that you don't know what's coming around the next bend. 
It's everything a fantastic show should be. I don't think I'm well enough versed to say if it should or should not be anime of the year. I don't care about awards like that anyway. <laughs> it's just a great show. Yeah. Was it your <laughs> anime of the year? No, that one goes to Yamada's first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an old show. <laughs> what about you, bro? Do you, th- do you say no? Why? Um, I like shows that after you're done watching it, there was meaning right he's just dead circle yeah like it's just it's it's the show is just basically about the dangers of addiction when it comes down to it but that's a deep story in itself man it's it's real it is it is deep it's just it's a it's very much a bummer it's not one that i like i like i'm excited to go watch again because i know where it goes to and it's kind of just like oh but love cured his addiction but then he got stomped in immediately I think for me, I like a little bit of levity in my animes. Like that, get like I get joy out of like upbeat moments, and I feel like Cyberpunk Edge Runners is mostly just dark. Yeah, it, it was not funny in any way. Yeah. Oh no, there's no there's no silly characters no. at all. Very very serious. Yeah, like there'll just be moments of like, <laughs> but like yeah, it's I don't know. It's a it's a good show. I don't think anime of the year. All right. Well, anything else you guys want to say about this show before we move on? Uh, thank you to Good Kid. <laughs> okay, that's my thing. Yeah, thank this you is... for listening. It was a great recap, Zach. I liked the world of cyberpunk. How anime is it, though? I wouldn't like the show, would I? It's too anime. It's got no floating on for pies. Yeah, you know, no, that's I, your benchmark. That's good. Why is that always what you come up with? Because <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough all right yeah make sure to share us around to everybody guys remember to go subscribe mm-hmm. to us on tiktok instagram x yeah we got Tick- a tiktok now tiktok is MySpace, new man um nope we got a tiktok now yeah we got no, a- we got a tiktok now we got <laughs> no reddit tiktok now guys that's exciting go check us out on come there. check out our freaking tiktok guys if this shit's a little too long for you we make sure to grab our best bits and just pop them over there so if you need a little funny injection you know feel take f- our little prick and rub it right in and please feel free <laughs> to like go and interact with it like it comment tell us what you think of it please it yeah, would mean the world absolutely. to us be that guy at the party who like forces your phone into someone else's face to force them to watch it that's always fun everybody mm-hmm. likes that guy yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> loves that guy especially when it's our show mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to spread the whole show to everybody too we're on podbean apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pandora Wherever you find podcasts, man, just anybody who listens to podcasts or has listened to one in the past, they can listen to us. So make sure that they know that and that we're easy to find. A big thank you to Good Kid. Go check out their tour right now. It's filling up real quick. They got some bangers, such as the one that you hear at the beginning of the episode and the one you hear at the end. Down with the King and Orbit. Yeah. Our personal favorites, and they just they run so well. Yeah, definitely all of our personal favorites, for sure. Here we are again. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're just the coolest kids. Like, mm-hmm. Beyblade, that's rad. That's rad. <laughs> that's rad. Well, Brody, you're next on the docket. What are we doing next episode? It'll be after the new year. Think about that. Uh, I I think we might be doing another uh, uh, D&D anime D&D. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. If you guys are in for it. Bringing back Chad Buff. And Bud Gumpin. <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget about Harem Magoo. <laughs> I forget <laughs> who's, what Stuart's name Mc was. Jingles, <laughs> Gobbergoods. 
right back into the world of not bee land. What did you call it? Natobi. Yeah. Natobi, man. We'll get jump right back into our extravaganza where we were stuck inside of a dungeon last time. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Don't worry. There will be a recap at the beginning of the episode in case you missed the last one. I need to re-listen We're work to on it. that, dude. It's <laughs> yes. going to be good. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. So, yeah. And yeah. Uh, just try to remember that anime not be, may be forever, forever. Everyone. the holiday like it, it was the fact that i had to f- pick a holiday and i'm like what's the second sexiest holiday like i could do halloween what do i come out as yeah. a fucking witch like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm horny i love your beard santa claus <laughs> anyway turn into tigger there it did it was weird